warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. Dan's Driving Double Feature presents Pieces and Pieces 20, a minute-by-minute-ish podcast covering J.P. Simon's Pieces from the early 80s, great slasher from great times. We are in the home stretch. This episode covers the English version, minutes 77 through 80. We are covering from uh, the Dean giving Mary her second cup of coffee as Mary's looking a little woozy. Oh, Professor Brown. And then it ends with drugged Mary with her shoes off on the dean's couch Kendall's holding her hand the sergeant's looking around the lieutenant says you know Kendall keep an eye on her I'm going to call an ambulance and a doctor and that's that's what we cover in this one so let's um listen to this one probably won't go on too long this is an intercutter these next four minutes we learn yeah definitively the dean is the killer sorry if that's a spoiler for you i'm very strong you know and he he begins yeah he brings mary the cup of tea cup of coffee i'm sorry he has tea he doesn't seem to drink anything we talk about professor brown professor brown's a homosexual i found out several years ago in the spanish he found out by chance and in the spanish professor brown knew that he knew brown knew that the dean knew and he said that and he tried to ruin me but he couldn't do it because i'm very strong and in the english it's he tried to ruin he tried to kill me which doesn't quite seem like professor brown we see there and you know he says some stuff that's very early 80s as as long as you know his affliction doesn't bother his affliction bothers him more than it does me as long as he doesn't cause any trouble he's free to do what he wants and it's just like yeah, you can if you put it on if you put on the Grindhouse Experience track on the the um, Grindhouse Blu-ray, you can hear people laughing at that as they should. And this this is obviously, I mean, yeah, I, I'm actually not one to to speak of this, so I I won't. But um, yeah, it's 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 very. Well, it's a Spanish movie. There you go. So I'll just leave it at that. I am I am not I am not uh, qualified to speak on that. But is. V- <laughs> He's a homosexual, and yeah, okay. And Mary's kind of looking at him. Even even Mary in her drug state is like, okay, you. And uh, so yeah, so Mary gets drugged, and she can't move. She can hear and, and understand what's going on around, but she can't move. And he takes her shoes off and fondles her feet for a little bit and puts plastic sheeting under her feet. Um, 
I don't know how he's going to cut her feet off, but he said, I don't, we don't want to make a mess. Well, I don't know. How are you, how you going to cut her feet off then? I mean, if you use that chainsaw, blood's going to go everywhere. You know that, right? And if you use like a saw, maybe you can keep the blood just going on the sheeting, but it seems like you'd need a lot more. You see, it seems like this is a time when you'd want my Aunt Rose there because she used to cover all her couches and things with plastic sheeting. Boom. Was my Aunt Rose a serial killer? Is that why she covered everything with plastic sheeting so when she killed people who came to the house, she could just get rid of the sheeting or clean it or just hose it off in the backyard? She did have a nosy neighbor. Maybe she killed that neighbor. That's Aunt Rose for you. So I... Um, yeah, so it's intercutting, intercutting her, her gradually passing out, and the dean basically saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna do." It. Well, well, he brings out this huge like butchery knife type thing, and um, or a huge like carve some sort of knife where it's like it's very shiny and it looks very sharp. But um, I mean, <laughs> he's got bone there. You, this is when you you're gonna want to use some chainsaw in here. But then. How high you? How high do you cut up? I guess, I guess like like how do you like the ankle? Like right above the um the bit on the ankle? You know that bit that the circular bit that sticks out on your ankle on either side? What the hell is that called? I'm no doctor. I guess you you do above that maybe right below the calf or um I don't know I don't know. Would the serial killers listening to this who have cut up pieces of bodies? Uh, tell me where does one cut if you want the foot? Where does one? I mean, surely you don't cut right when like the foot begins. That that seems like you're you're cutting that too fine. You know, if something goes wrong and you wander into the foot, you ruin the foot. Um, but then there have been times where this guy seemed pretty light. I mean, you saw the way he swiped up with a chainsaw when he cut the girl's arm off. That seemed whoa. That seemed lackadaisical for a serial killer. So. So we're intercutting that with the first scene is the lieutenant getting something on the telex, which is, uh, it was telex in the Spanish version, but not the um, English version. And it's basically, oh, it looks like they know who the killer is. And it's, it's, it all seems a little casual for, oh, they found out who the killer is. And, um. I guess they go to the dean, and they're all going to the dean, and he's rushing over the dean. He doesn't. I. I it, it's not mentioned that the sergeant contacts the lieutenant, which is what he said he was going to do. But he also, in the Spanish version, he says he's putting it on the telex. So, that's how the lieutenant gets there. And so we intercut the the dean doing his crazy stuff with uh, the sergeant and Kendall arriving. Then lieutenant arrives with two cops, and he sends two cops around the back. I don't know. I don't know what kind of building this is, and I don't know if sending them around the back or behind actually. Maybe that's a Professor Brown. Send him around the behind. I'm kidding, of course. No, but he says send him around the back. I don't know where he's sending. I mean, I hope there's a door they can go through. And then, yeah, obviously, Kendall and, and Lieutenant and the Sergeant go up there, and, and there's a great moment where uh, uh, Kendall's sort of like, he kind of waves up the steps and goes, that way. Oh, really? Thank, thank, thank you, Kendall. It's much appreciated. Although when they get to the top of the steps, they all know to go to the right and then to go to the right again. So his, his that way must have been more like he must have his hand must have had like a curve to it, like that way. And they go up the steps and the yeah, other. And it's great because kind of you can't you you're not you're not going any further farther further farther with us, Kendall. Anything further, Father? And Kendall's like, you can't let me. You can't leave me here. Not after all this. And it's sort of like it's funny because it's like all what you know um you were asked to help and you didn't technically really help too much with mary and bruce lee or lay lee lie there 
Um, you showed up after she had taken care of it. And you didn't really help with the gal who got cut in half um, because they would have found her anyways. You just happened to... Like we talked in, 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 in episode 18? Uh, not, 17, I'm sorry. Uh, is it 17 or 16? I don't even remember now. Question, how did the Kendall get from the janitor's office to the toilet in the girls' locker room? Answer, because he's a perv. And pervs, they whoosh, go right through the walls. They H-man themselves. They just go project man. Right, they go right through the walls. And yeah, so they bring Kendall along with them. And there's a great moment. Yeah, there's a great moment where the sergeant tells him, you know, if you hear, if you hear down, hit the ground and ask questions later. In the Spanish, it's if you hit, if you hear floor, hit the ground like a soldier or something like that. And I love when they go up to the door and they knock on the door. And the sergeant and the tenor are on either side of the door, but Kendall is just standing in front of it, like, hey, everybody. Now, the, the killer hasn't been known to use a gun, so Kendall could be um, uh, correct in doing that, and he is, because the, the killer isn't going to use a gun. But I love Christopher George really grabs Kendall or Ian Sarah and just slams him against the wall, like, you dumbass, come on. And they go in, and, and Mary isn't doing well. What I didn't realize, I thought, well, no, I, sh- I guess I should have guessed, because the entrance to that room, the living room area there, and you go through the living room along the back wall there, and you get to the freezer, I guess. Um, they're like these stained glass window doors, and Lieutenant shoots out the doorknob. They kick in the door. They go in, go to the right, and then you see them come in through the doors sort of on the left. So there must be like a hallway. That's a pretty big place. I guess, I guess sort of the hallway might go to the bedroom area, I guess. I don't know. I, I like the fact that there's sort of you walk in the door, and, well, no, because they go to the right. Maybe there's someone else. Maybe that. And there's a hallway. And on the left, you go through a door. And there's the living room area and the kitchen, that strange kitchen. Maybe there's another door into the kitchen. I don't know. Uh, but but then if you go down that hallway sort of to the right, maybe there's a bathroom. There's another um, bedroom. And obviously, there's a gigantic freezer where you can hang bodies. So, yeah, they go and they see Mary. Mary's not well, and Ken kind of grabs her hand like, oh, Mary, what's going on? Are you all right? And the sergeant's looking around, and we see, like, curtains kind of moving slightly. So you think, oh, the dean is probably hiding there. I'm surprised there isn't a shot of, like, the dean's shoes sticking out from underneath the curtain. Is there, and I missed it? I, I don't know, but the sergeant's looking around and not finding the dean. And... um I mean, obviously the dean just left because the plastic wrap is still there and, and Mary's still there. The dean just heard them, so he's still in the room. So they're going to find him. And yeah, it ends with Kendall looking very lovingly at Mary. And Mary is drugged. And Christopher George is kind of looking at Ian Sarah like, I'm going to punch you right in your mouth if you look at my wife anymore like that, okay? The sergeant's kind of flailing around the back, and they're not finding the dean, and the dean's hiding, but the dean's hiding like a goofball, and it's like, I mean, it's funny, like, the way it breaks down, like, you know, he, he works so hard, and he tries so hard, and he's, he's putting together his body, and all he needs is the feet, and then the cops show up, the cops figure out what's going on, and his thought is, I'm gonna hide behind this curtain. Okay, well, maybe maybe he could have come up with a better plan. I mean, look at that kitchen. Maybe he could have hid a kid down. He could he could have kid down. He could have hid down in the kitchen area. Because um, we don't see the sergeant sort of go into... I don't think the sergeant goes in the kitchen. He just looks around that room. So I guess he could have... Maybe I, I still... I think there's another door in that far room in the kitchen where the stove was. So maybe 
they, he could have run into there, gone through there, and gone in the bedroom area or something. Or maybe he could have hidden the freezer. I don't think we see the freezer again. Maybe, no, but then he get locked. It would be like a headless eyes. Oh, shit, I just ruined that movie for you guys, didn't I? Uh, well, no, I'm not, because I'm going to stop talking about it right now. Headless Eyes, awesome. Get the Blu-ray. Code Red put it out. It looks great. Well, it looks as great as a, a junky early 70s grindhouse film where, like, nothing, very few materials exist. Um, yeah. Uh, so so what else about this one? Actually, there's not much about this one. It's, it's just kind of an intercutting, suspense-building episode. So now we're in the room. We know the Dean's the killer. We know the Dean's hiding behind the curtain. Uh, it looks like the lieutenant's going to head out from it to get back up. The sergeant's kind of flailing around. Mary isn't well. Uh, the Dean needs those feet. Uh, Kendall is focused on Mary. I think we're going to get some craziness going on in the next minute. I'm sorry, this turned out to be, the, I think, the shortest episode. Yeah, let me see. Give me give me five seconds. Let me see if I can think of something else to talk about here. Music. I didn't need five seconds. In the Spanish version, the music is really getting fantastic. It really is sounding like, like the moment the killer gets out the knife and is going to kill Mary, it becomes like a psycho killer carnival and it's carnival it's, it becomes fantastic it becomes crazy and, and just nut, nutty in this for the first half of this it's that sort of uh, musical box that we've heard before but the second half becomes some kick-ass um rosso sangue horrible absurd anthropophagus 2 monster hunter probably another title i've just forgotten did i say horrible yeah i said horrible um, music and it's and uh, it's really great I love I love both of the musical scores here um, I've been iffy sometimes on, on one or the other the Spanish I thought was too repetitive for a lot of it but it's really going whole hog right here for this final I mean that music is so much fun I'd love to hear that with the English um, dub and I always loved uh, you know I, I always love the rasa sangue the horrible uh, absurd the absurd the music from absurd i think that's such a good soundtrack that's such a good soundtrack and it's great to do it's so prog rock i mean isn't it like get out of here that's i mean yes it's goblin but it's also like pfm and, and leorm and el banco you know it's all it's it's prog rock out the wazoo and i just i just and i just i just love it it's so much funny here um and it's funny at the end of the day when I was listening to the carnival music during this scene, I thought, it's not fully appropriate, but it's fun. And then when I was hearing the Rosso Sangue music, I was thinking of Rosso Sangue, and I was thinking, well, that's not appropriate either, too, but it's fun. And so you sort of think, hell, why don't I just put on Dark Side of the Moon and, and play it and see if it syncs up, you know, with this. You know, it's just like, you realize at that moment, like, you could put any music right here and it might it might work i don't know you could put other parts of the library soundtrack you could have other parts of the uh well i think that the carnival sort of building carnival the music of the spanish version is um i i call it carnival. it's probably that's probably the incorrect word you'll hear it and you go dan you got it wrong uh but but that's sort of that's sort of the feeling i got when i was listening to it i just i just got such a kick out of hearing it i would never heard it before so it's tricky because, and then I'll wrap this up. I did find something to talk about. Thank you so much. Yeah, so watching pieces right here, jumping between the two, I can't decide which I like better, music-wise and such. You know, their discussion of Professor Brown, I'm not thrilled on with either one, but I do understand this was the early 80s, a Spanish film made in the early 80s. But the rest of it, I can't decide which I prefer. 
and I guess that's part of the fun thing. I, I, I don't have to decide. I have them both right here, and I have the version with the CD soundtrack, which is incredible, and the version with the nude puzzle. And I'm going to stop right now and put together that nude puzzle. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to episode 20. We are, we don't have much left. We have six minutes left. So will it be six episodes? Will it be two episodes? Will it be one episode? Will it be three episodes? I don't know. Let's find out. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, yeah you, you're good people. Listen to this. Listen to this.